you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. David, football, football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now, here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal, Dave. Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, available as always on iTunes and NFL.com slash podcasts. I think it has an S at the end. Yes, black tie, or is it podcast? That is correct. It is plural. That's One correct. fact, though, if you enter podcast, it's going to redirect you to podcasts. I'm all about those time-saving maneuvers that you don't think – amount to much of anything how much time does it take when you're on your laptop or on your cell phone to type that extra s in there sure it doesn't take very much time for one time but if you add it up over the course of the decades you just probably bought yourself by removing that s at the end of it on podcasts to just podcast you just probably bought yourself 45 to 70 extra seconds especially useful if you realize that by the time you're 60 if you've slept for nine hours a day you would have slept for 25 years of your life by the time you're 60 but no one sleeps nine hours a day black tie well you gotta factor in when you're a baby and that's pretty much all you do so that might screw things babies do sleep what like 12 hours yeah probably more 15 you know who's not asleep General managers in the Pro Football League called the NFL because they're busy out there trying to sign big-name pro football players like James Jones, who spent the 2015 season with the Green Bay Packers. A nice reunion there. He's one of our very favorites when he comes into Studio 66 because he abides by our no-jive policy. He always tells us where his heart is. Last time he came in here, In fact, he told us he was still on the Oakland Raiders roster, and we spoke about his enthusiasm for Derek Carr and Khalil Mack, and Amari Cooper had just been drafted, and he was excited for the season. And, of course, he didn't even make it to regular season with the Raiders, and it looked like, wow, so he went back. He he left the Packers to go home to the East Bay. He was excited about that, and he was relatively productive, but they waived him. So you thought, well, that might be it for the James for James Jones' pro career, except then he went to the Packers and caught eight, eight touchdown passes. We'll be excited to catch up with him and see what that journey was like. But he also told us he missed the Packers because as good as Derek Carr is, Aaron Rodgers is the green and gold standard. And, you know, he, you know, made the game easy playing with someone like Rodgers. Like I say, no jive from James Jones to say that about Aaron Rodgers, even though they weren't on the same team anymore. The Raiders, big players in free agency so far. We want to dig in on what they've got going. The winners so far, Brock Osweiler to the Texans, some big names out there. Let's jump into it now. It is currently... Afternoon on Thursday here on the West Coast, 
And of course, news is going to be breaking if you uh, if uh, if something happens late on Thursday or on Friday. Of course, we're just uh, speculating here about some of those names that are still out there, and uh, the things are things are moving fast and furious, especially for the Denver Broncos. Suddenly, they don't even have a QB. Let's break it all down right now with our main man from NFL Now, one of the hosts over there, one of the one, one, a guy with uh, as sunny a disposition. As there, as there is, in spite of the fact that he roots for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Here he is, everybody. You see him on NFL I even have now. the Dallas Cowboys shirt on today. Mark Iztook. I know. You're you're loyal to this. Well, uh, I was hoping that if I wore it, they would actually make a move in free agency. But it's weird. It's I, you, wouldn't you think that Jerry would be all over it? What, what's what's going on there so far? As of I mean, the time you know, of They re- brought in Matt Moore for a workout, so get excited, Cowboys fans. We are right now. What time is it, Black Tie? Let's pull the curtain back. And it is one ten Pacific time here on the West Coast. On Thursday. So, obviously, there may be some, some updates that you're aware of yeah, that we aren't but yet. Before we get to football stuff, in your intro, yes, that beautiful audio intro. Does it say David? Does it say David? Yeah, there? David football. Who is David? Well, Mo Damashek calls me David. Yeah, I, I can't imagine you as a David. All, all my lady loves. It's funny. All my lady loves of my life. All three of them have uh, have referred to me as David as well. Women. When they consider me, when they look at me as a suitor. It's like an intimacy kind of thing? I don't know why. Yeah, it's a funny thing. The David. Yeah, uh, somehow Dave. I guess Dave indicates, I, I don't like, know, guy, the dude or something David like that. David Damashek would be like you in glasses selling insurance maybe. Like, I don't know that person. Shek used to sell insurance. Well, there you go. David Damashek, here to meet your insurance needs. Yeah. Well, I wonder. Yeah, no, I don't. Or, you know, actually, Mo Damashek still once in a while will fall into Davy. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. Or she also calls me Slug, and as I've said before, she still calls me Slug. And um, for about 30 years of my life, Mm -hmm. I thought that she was calling me Slug because there's a picture of me when I'm one year old. And in a baseball outfit, and it says "little little slugger" on it. And like I thought, maybe like, you got folded over, so it's little slug. So ah, slug. And then it uh, it was it was revealed uh, a few years ago that in fact she thought when I was a baby I looked a lot like Nancy the cartoon, the strip cartoon. Was it Sluggo? Sluggo. Yeah. Sluggo. She thought okay. I looked like. Look up a picture of Sluggo. And that's why I have self-esteem issues, because my own mother thought I looked like that creature. Anyway, let's talk free agency, and we also got to squeeze in some Bachelor talk, because Mark Iztook is enraptured, just like I am. Let's keep our priorities straight. Bachelor one, football. Let's do a little football. I I know that the priority, it's not the order. (laughs) But the Understood. priority, Understood. bachelor number one, football two, but we're going to talk football first. Yeah. Um, but by the way, you're pals with Chris Harrison, the host of that show. Sure, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he, if he would say we're pals, but we worked together for a number of years at uh, TV Guide Network covering entertainment news and red carpets for the Oscars and Emmys and all that kind of stuff. And he's a Dallas guy. I'm a Fort Worth guy. We're both Cowboys. we got to make that so. connection then. And I mean I will, here. Yes. Well, they're 66. about to start taping, I think, another season of The Bachelorette. So we should get him on and Holy and get some scoop. So yeah, I like the sound of that. All right, let's yeah. talk free agency. In a way, matchmaking is what we're talking about, whether it's bachelor it is. or pro football. It's, instead of roses, it's multi-million dollar contracts. Yes, it's something green. By the way, with this with this free agency, why every year? Does analysts, these hardened analysts, Every year, do they have to go? Is it required that they say, I can't believe it. Blank guy who just signed is now making more money than blank superstar. Yeah, that's how it goes. It it goes up every year. Is it really that shocking that it's happening? However, the headline so far as of this recording, Brock Osweiler to the Houston Texans, something that I forecasted for you. I don't like to pat myself on the back. I'd, you know, yeah, you're right. Go Josh. No, no I, I do like to pat myself on the back, <laughs> and I'll thank uh, my colleagues to pat me on the back too. Um, yeah, I, I said that this was going to happen. I said it two weeks ago, didn't I, Black Tie? Then I went on the Around the NFL podcast before free agency me, started. Is it Rosie just kind of poo-poo that? Oh, they oh, all bet. Oh, they, you know what they do. They like to bet sandwiches. That's a, So I bet a sandwich. You watch. Brock, my prediction was on the Around the NFL podcast earlier this week. You watch. The guy who is under center for the world champion Denver Broncos on opening night will have never worn that orange jersey before, 
and it looks like I'm right about that. Well, I am right about that, I, unless, unless they bring unless Peyton Elway out. dusts it off. Or Koobs. Tebow. Yeah, could do it, yeah. Or, 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 or <laughs> Tebow. Yeah. Could be Tebow. I was, um, I was told there would be no Tebow references. I I told everybody what was going to happen, and people said, oh, that's that's silly. Listen, you know, this thing about, you know, people who want to think in football terms say, like, well, that would be a silly move for Brock Osweiler. He understands the uh, the philosophy of Kubiak. All right, do you think the human being Brock Osweiler, where is that on his list of priorities as he's making this decision? As we know, pro football players, whether fans like it or not, most of the time, the number one priority is loot. Who's paying more? Well, not just loot, but it's also ego. And yes, so the other factor. When you watch Peyton Manning's press conference on Monday and you see Gary Kubiak give that nod to how Peyton earned the starting job back, now in hindsight you're thinking, was he talking to Peyton or was that a subtle message to Brock and his people basically saying, oh, we, we didn't make the decision. Peyton made it. So he's gone now. So the path is clear for you. I know Brock. some people think he, that Brock's been a little brazen about what he was owed by the Broncos and that factored in. But whether you like it or not, pro athletes, yes, are superior athletes compared to we schnooks. But another thing that makes them that separates them. You know, everybody has a story. There was a kid in my high school who had all the talent in the world. I don't know how he didn't make it. It is legitimate that even in that world of great athletes, the ego separates things. It's There's a reason why. It's not an accident that every team that's ever won a championship in any sport in the last quarter century plays that no one outside this locker room oh. believed in us. It's such hokum. It's, su- it's such nonsense, except that they all believe it. And so... A chip on the shoulder is a motivator for mm-hmm. for these supreme athletes, and I would say that getting yanked halfway through week seventeen when you kept the team afloat yeah. is going to plant a chip on your shoulder. Not not just that, but that the Broncos dragged their feet on getting a deal offered to Osweiler's people, and you got to play in Peyton's shadow, good or bad. There was missteps on both sides of this, and I don't know if it's missteps for Brock because he came out with the richer contract when it's all said and done. But he does have to go play in Houston where who knows how things will go for him because well but I mean if you want to look at weapons, it, but in those, if you want to look at it in football terms, first of all, Bill O'Brien for the connections are there. our pal Bucky Brooks always points that you can out. Easily talk yourself into why that's a good landing spot for him. I, I understand from that's a football right. perspective. Bill O'Brien, QB guru, will work well with Brock Osweiler. Now the, the question, Andre Hopkins, and he, the looming question is how good is Brock Osweiler, right. and do we really have a a, a great handle? On that, but you know, more, more, but really, what's your reaction? Give him a scale of one to ten. Where where do you rank him? I, like like how it's hard talented to, of a QB is he? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out. I guess slot him. Where does he rank among the QB, the starting QBs in the NFL? Are there some positions that still need to Jeez. be filled there? But uh, uh, you I know, mean, would you? Would, I'd say top two thirds. <laughs> that's, that's right. I mean, kind of like he feels like an eighteenth. He feels like an eighteenth guy, which which. For for the Texans would be an upgrade if it was a consistent, uh, if they got consistent play from that position. So, but we just there's no body of work. Has anybody made? Has any signing so far made you feel like that team has now elevated itself into mm. a higher stratosphere than they were? The Raiders would seem to be the, the obvious the answer there. The Jags, when you look at at that defensive front and and I had kind of forgotten about Dante Fowler coming off of the ACL. So you basically, you get two first round picks this year. And the fact that he's a first rounder coming back and the offense for them is not the problem. So I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah. Malik Jackson, you know, if you want to be a cynic about not sure how good Malik Jackson is. We don't know. Played with, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the two sides of that coin are is that he's a space eater who consumes a couple of blockers freed, freed up where and Von Miller to, to dominate in the way they did, or were people so distracted by, by those, uh, um, speedsters on the perimeter there that they had to, that, that Malik Jackson looked a little bit better than he might. But other, either way, he, again, is a space eater, and that formula would seem to now be at least shaping up there yeah. in Jacksonville if Dante Fowler's as good as he was supposed to be a year ago. Right, and I, I kind of liked what he said, too, uh, when he landed in Jacksonville. I came to hopefully make their defense better and to get better, too. So maybe he's getting a little bit more credit than he deserves for being productive on a defense where he was surrounded by other playmakers. 
But he's also a younger guy who has room to develop, and he's got a great head coach to develop under. So and Yeldon, I can talk myself. A, I can talk myself into the Jags. Yeah, TJ Yeldon, and now you go with a guy who we we've talked about. We we've uh, sung a lot of songs about Chris Ivory on this show, mm-hmm. at least in the first half. His, his career arc indicates that about halfway through each season, he starts to wear down because he's such a physical runner. But, you know, you can really spell T.J. Yeldon. He can be your number one. Plus, you have Shoelace still there. Intriguing team at the very least. Are you willing to put them at the top of the AFC South? Are the Houston Texans now the team to beat? Or do the Indianapolis Colts now stay as the team to beat, even though they didn't win the division last year. So doesn't it feel like by default everyone's just going to slot the Colts back in at number one? Because I think they just, everybody they, will. It's so easy to say, oh, last year was an aberration. It was an aberration. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not as convinced it was that aberrational because as much as I respect Andrew Luck and I think he's a, a great quarterback and the quarterback of the future for that team and in this league and everything, there were a lot of moments when you'd watch him play and he'd put the ball on the turf or he'd make an ill-advised – all picks are ill-advised, really, but I'm not convinced it was as aberrational. I don't as... know. I, you know, I don't want to hang it on 12. It might be Ryan Grigson, and just because the team, the players are excited about Chuck Pagano's return doesn't equal him being an effective NFL head coach. Mm-hmm. So there are some questions, and I don't think they necessarily – well, I mean, they do. Grigson is is the guy who's putting the, the guys down there on the field, and he has not done a great job of what they set out to do about three years ago when they said, we can't win Super Bowls the way we tried to construct teams around Peyton Manning. We have to have great depth throughout, and they haven't done a good job yeah. of that. So the Everyone thought agents- that was – by the way, when they said that about Peyton, it seemed like it was such an affront when yeah. uh, Ursay came out and kind of made those comments. It was true. They won a ton of regular season But games. all of a sudden, that division <clears throat> is fascinating. Yeah. The Jags and Texans, presumably, on the rise there. And Brock Osweiler following the model, coincidentally or ironically, that the Denver Broncos followed, which is they're going to be able to run the ball with Lamar Miller. He has one high-end receiver in DeAndre Hopkins and an intriguing number two in Jalen Strong. We'll see what happens with him. And then you have a dominant defense that in the second half of 2015 was as dominant as any defense out there, including the Broncos. So if they're following that formula, playing the copycat, it would seem that the Texans are making smart moves. The Raiders are intriguing. Do you think the Raiders have now elevated themselves to favorite in that division? Uh, Favorite is... Tough because you just don't know who's going to take snaps under center for the Broncos yet and how they'll look. And Who could it possibly be that's going to excite you? Ryan Fitzpatrick, well, Colin Kaepernick? The, the, the Kaepernick thing, what's weird about that is I feel like he needs to be on a team that's willing to shape an offense around his skill set. And do you really believe that in Denver they're going to let him just roll out all the day and have some design runs and, and be the kind of gunslinger who's on the move all the time that he wants to be? Is the, is I I know what you I know what you're saying. Given that they made Peyton not be Peyton, this well, past year. I mean, they're, they're, you know, there are a lot of questions now. All of a sudden, around the Broncos, they don't have a running back either. I don't know if you've noticed. So, <laughs> what the what how they're going to approach the Kubiak yeah. run based offense is fascinating at at best, and at worst, they're going to be a last place team a uh, season after winning the Super Bowl. They, and they really, literally, could fall that far in the AFC West as these other teams around them seem to be improving. So think about this, though. All right. So imagine you're a Broncos. And fan and, and let me say one more thing about the Raiders. Yeah. They are not just take. I, I, the move is, you know, they take Sean Smith. They don't just make themselves better, but they just injured the Chiefs by doing that. That's yeah. the double whammy that if you can pull it off, you want to pull off. Well, it's it's what the Eagles did to the Cowboys with Demarco Murray last year, though they didn't. Or they get thought any they did. They didn't get any benefit out of it. The no. Cowboys struggled. But So imagine you're a Broncos fan, and you're going through all last season. Even when you're undefeated, you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop uh, because Peyton doesn't look good. So then he gets hurt and Brock Osweiler comes in. So all season long, you probably are thinking this is a tenuous situation at best. Maybe we can – because there was a while we weren't sure if they're going to make the playoffs in that division. So they make the playoffs, and you keep thinking, well, I just just hope we can win this game. Has any team won a Super Bowl in recent memory and their fan base have been as fearful that it was all going to – the house of cards was going to crumble as much as Broncos fans and they go into the Super Bowl and they're massive underdogs? 
and they come out with the win, and then now they don't even get to really bask I in mean, the listen, they don't even get to bask in the glow of the win because now their team's getting decimated. It is weird, and you talk about a chip on their shoulder. John Elway seems to have a chip on his shoulder. Hey, we only want players here who want to be here. Right. Yeah, but as Ross Tucker, our pal, pointed out on Twitter on Thursday, yeah, you were going to cut Peyton Manning, so. <laughs> We want people who want to be here, except for Peyton. It's a, it's a one-way – that, that mentality is a one-way I got news for way. you. If Peyton Manning had said to John Elway, and in fact he probably did, I want to come – I'll come back, and, and that's why it was sort of murky and mm-hmm. quiet what's going on here. Peyton kicked the tires in Denver and beyond and realized there were no takers that were going to make him the starter, so that's why he retired. How long till like, the 3,000-word Mike Silver think piece about what went on behind the scenes in Denver – between Peyton trying to make up his mind and the it's, conversations with Elway. I'd love to know it, but it, it The it choreography so, of the retirement. It seemed pretty transparent that uh, that they were going to kick him to the curb the whole way. But, yeah, I you know, right now I'll take still the Chiefs with a returning Jamal Charles, okay. but they're losing some pieces there. They've lost uh, – they lose Jeff Allen. So, I, uh, the Raiders I – I don't know about Bruce Irvin, though. That's the, the – they paid him a lot of loot. I always wonder – he seems like a guy who benefited from the high-end talent around him on that Seattle defense. Yeah. I don't know – I know he's a first-round pick and all that, so the talent's there. But I, I don't know that he's going to translate. But I like the other additions. They're anyway. fun to watch, too. A team that's a tough out that can sneak up and bite some people. You're seeing a quarterback continue to develop in his third year. I, I I think if you're a Raiders fan, this is probably the best time you've had in quite a while. Look at Facebook. I'm now a I'm now a pers uh, a uh, public thing. Oh yeah. I don't know how to say. Like I have a public thing on yeah. there now. So you have a like page essentially like people yes. just can add you. Did you as get a the little check mark too? Yes, I did. Yeah, I we, it's I just got that too. What a process, man. Yeah. The blue check mark is next to my name. It's and uh currency. so you can go at facebook.com slash Damashek, D-A-M-E-S-H-E-K. I'm putting all the NFLs up there, cool. some other videos that we've shot there, and I also did a, a, an emergency, 911 It says agents. you're a news personality. That's right. That's what I am, a news Wait, personality. <laughs> <laughs> My name next to the word news makes his to what would you If you had to come up with the title for that instead of news personality, what would you – They they gave me three options. One was like a journalist, and I laughed at that. Yeah. And, and it's like public figures, another one or something. I don't know. There's not like a real fit. You're trying to fit around box. I think – I wish they had one for taste accountant because they always say there's no accounting for taste, and I think anybody who knows me knows that I am a taste accountant. And, in fact, I would like form. You, sir, are overdrawn. Yeah, I'll do it on anything. It's not just food-based. You know, I got fashions, you know, certainly in the world of uniforms. There's no – I'm the foremost authority on that. So I am, you know, no accounting for taste says who. Um, that would be a good one. Um, anyhow, so Black Tie, throw some names at us here. The, oh, so Football Baby, I put up the emergency edition. I asked him, where's Colin Kaepernick going? Ah, and to see if he could divine, I'll just pull the curtain back and let you know he chose the Los Angeles Rams, which is in line with where I'm thinking. I'm watching I the, it right now. I would love it if he were an L.A. Ram. We need a splash out here. Well, it'd be fun. Case Keenum. Hey, oh yeah. A, How many, of a, it's a little feels uninspired. Oh, it doesn't feel uninspired. It is. I mean, how people? How many people are getting excited about? So I said that they, behind I, Case Keenum. They apparently did, in fact, they were in the same place mentally that I was. I said, I'm sure the L.A. Rams wouldn't mind Peyton Manning being on the roster. What they couldn't deal with was saying, well, you're definitely the starter, and that's why Peyton hung it up because they couldn't guarantee him a starting gig. But, yeah, that's obviously they're thinking that same way. Well, Colin Kaepernick will give them that in a completely another way, but it's a big name and move down the coast and all that. Seems yeah. like it would be exciting, I'm, I'm right? excited to see where Kaepernick lands because I think he's got some quarter, a lot of quarterbacking left in him, but I think he's one of those guys that has to be in a system that's going to let him do what he does well. Isn't it funny, though, that, you know, three months ago, there are no quarterbacks. There's no one. If you're looking for a quarterback, now everybody's excited. Not everybody, but some are excited about Jared Goff and Carson Wentz and Paxton Lynch. Because and- this, this league is all about talking yourself into reasons why you can be excited about people. And it's funny because <laughs> – Brock Osweiler just made $18 million yeah. annually. So it's, it's either – Everybody stinks, and here's why. Or, well, but maybe this guy could be in the right system. We could coach him up. I guess. See, I'm more glass half full, which is an odd position for me to find myself. Sure. I'm usually more cynical than than the rest. But, yeah, I think 
that for all the uh, Colin Kaepernick is terrible, RG3 can't be a starter, forget Johnny football, I always say there's going to be there's life for those guys. You think those guys aren't ever going to get another crack? Please, if they can go. Colin Kaepernick, do you think Kaepernick is – so go back and look at his game film from 2015 or even 2014. Boy, he stunk. He threw some really bad passes. Let's bring him in. He, you bring him in, have him run around on the gridiron and have him see his speed and his size and see him wing it around a little bit. You think people are going to be like, yeah, he can't do it. No, of course not. Yeah. I, I, Same thing with RG3. Just look at the fact that Sam Bradford, when it's all said and done, will have made nine figures in compensation for play, I, by football. By the way, I know Howie Roseman is purging all residue of just, Chip Kelly. Just wiping the Chip Kelly stink off the, of The question is, hands. though, how about that for a question for you? How do you suppose – I know it's unfair because things aren't solidified yet in terms of roster, but how uh, the Eagles, as as they're doing all this, they're going to be worse than they were last year, aren't they? Who do they have now? Yeah, Is it like two steps backward to take a step forward? So now you have old Darren Sproles, who's effective, but like I say, up there. And Ryan Matthews, who's good when he's healthy, but he's not healthy very often. So maybe Eagles fans were as upset as they were about purging the Deshaun Jacksons and LaShawn McCoys of the world because they knew this day was inevitable. And you thought, all right, if Chip was gone, but you still had those pieces on the roster, you think, all right, we're still in a good spot. And now. Well, the, the Colleen Wolf is. We'll weigh in on this one and tell you how disappointed she is. Oh, yeah. She's the one we should talk to oh, yeah. about that. She's got to be disgusted right now. Speaking of Chip, he's now in San Francisco, and it feels like a lot of people don't want anything to do with what Chip's got going. Johnny Football, however, there's some buzz there that he might be intrigued by number two. What a hysterical pairing that would be. Johnny Football was chased by Chip and uh, supposedly Chip said he ha- it broke his heart when Johnny didn't go to Oregon to play ball for him. So, you know, there's some smoke as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. I've I've requested, can't we get, I don't know, just for our sake, can't Kamish Goodell make this happen for our pleasure? Can't we get Cap, Johnny Football, RG3 all in a three-headed monster battle in training would, camp in, in would August. Would Tim Tebow be your practice squad okay. quarterback? Okay, I'm, I'm down. We can send yeah, Tebow get him as well. on the practice squad. Let's send Tebow there too. Man, that would be entertaining. Couldn't we, in fact, couldn't we get a team of ne'er-do-wells, the L.A. ne'er-do-wells or something like that, if they need a second team, the Hollywood ne'er-do-wells <laughs> to go along with L.A.? Maybe if the Raiders move down here in 2016, they could just, for the good of the league – you know, WWE has its heels. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they have the, their whole bad group. What if it was just all a bunch of people? Like, you know? that, But that was the XFL, right? That was let's go try I, everything. Let's let guys put whatever name they want on the back of their jerseys. Let's embed. All guys with, with the, the so-called questionable character yeah. and bad fits and doesn't work hard enough, all that. Let's just put them all on one, one team. team and see what happens. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch Allow comes out of retirement. fighting. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you keep the helmets on, you can keep fighting. I like it. Black Tie, throw some names at us real quick, and we're going to give you a quick reaction to it. You're asking me for a lot of stuff right now. Go. You know. Like what? Manchester United is playing right now. The oh. Captain America new Civil War trailer just came out. There's football baby videos on Facebook. I saw the Captain America one. Spider-Man's in oh this movie, gosh. too, now. It's Who's fantastic. the cat Please tell me it looks better person. than Batman versus Superman. It does. It really does. Ugh. It really does. I'm going to see both, obviously, but this, this Civil War trailer just blows that out the water. Ooh. Completely. Sp- you just reminded me. I spoke with one Gerald McCoy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who was keen and agreed in, uh, in principle to to becoming – it was a handshake deal. We haven't signed on the dotted line yet. But he has agreed to be our superhero correspondent. Fantastic. Wow. Well, let's get him already. We need to get him in front let's of these movies. we got to talk to him and get his reviews. Or get or do we wait and have him see the movies and then report back to us? we got to figure this yeah, we, stuff we out. Can do a pre, we can do a pre, preview and review. We can do Who's that. the one, though, in the, in the new um, Avengers or the, uh, the Captain America movie – why, who's the who's the uh, hero that looks like a cat? Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. That's, I don't know um, what that means. Black Panther. He's a hero from uh, an African uh, nation called Wakanda. Obviously fictional. Chadwick Boseman. He played. Um, he's in the movie Get On Up. He also played uh, Jackie Robinson in Forty Two. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we worked with him before. He's come around here before. Good guy. Ryan Coogler, who directed the movie Creed, is the director of the Black Panther movie coming up. Nice. Black Panther gets a whole movie. He does. Yep. 
Googler's right. up and coming. Hot property. Yes, he is a good dude. He had an R&B podcast like a month ago. Really yeah. interesting guy. Here's a name for you guys. Uh, Jim, Jermaine Gresham is visiting the Bears right now. Any interest there? Because the Bears are shopping Metellus Bennett, who reports say he might go to Seattle. Maybe Jimmy Graham could leave Seattle. Of all the Rumors. names, of all the names you could throw at it, you go Jermaine Gresham. That's the hottest right now, guys. That is not the hottest name anywhere, even in the Gresham house. I have like five <laughs> Twitter, Gresham. Twitter pages open, and that's like the hottest. Hey, now. The most recent. Hey, we got to react on Jermaine Gresham ago. now. All right, all right let me, let's try this name. Well, let's go with this name. All right, let's go with someone who has signed. What do you guys think about uh, Janoris? Jenkins to the Giants. Now that's I like that. That's good. Uh, I thought that he gave a quote to one of the reporters at his, I guess, intro press conference, and they asked him, like, what do you need to work on? And he said, taking plays off at the end of games, given how bad the Giants were at the end of games. (laughs) That is great. Maybe he can work on that, although he was markedly better. He's shown improvement every year, and last year he was – but I feel like he's been, I feel like he's more an up and down kind of guy actually. In his rookie year, he exploded okay. onto the scene, Janoris Jenkins. But I think the combo of him and you get Olivier Vernon, then you bring back JPP, and they're really beefing up that defense all You're around. Talking to yourself into JPP, you, are you? Buying no, that? but I did. I did think it was uh, intriguing that now Janoris Jenkins and I saw a thing showing all the money that the free agents that they've signed, and I thought it was uh, it was striking to me that JPP had fewer digits next to his name than mm. the, the guys who just got signed over him. Literally. Yes. Well, yes. And fewer digits. Monetarily. And? Physiologically. And handily. Yes, physically or <laughs> something like that. But are the Giants now, again, completely unfair, but yes. do the Giants now strike you? And I've said this before. Because of the division. No. not In fact, I really like the Cowboys if they can add a couple of pieces here. But – uh, going into this season, but the question of Tony Romo getting surgery at this age—I well, don't like all that noise. But what is Jerry Jones thinking when he says he's got what four to five years left in this league? That, don't listen to that. You are took. Don't get sucked but, into that. But if he believes that, and that's you don't know if he believes that. If that in any way is influencing his draft choices and his free agency choices, given that they brought in. Uh, uh, that, who, who, who's going to be the quarterback backing up Tony next year when he? Guarantees missing time. I Guaranteed that I feel like that's classic smokescreen. And even if Jerry thinks that, I, I just think that's something you say. I it, get it that it's Jerry you don't want Bluster. Tony Romo feeling unsettled. I right get now. that that's Jerry Bluster. I just I just worry watching this last season and thinking this was a healthy Tony Romo. This a guy competitive in the division. Jera is also a guy who two years ago was desperate to draft Johnny Football. So don't believe necessarily what he says in in uh, February as uh, as being truth uh, the necessarily. All right, Mark Istook, Black Tie is telling me in my ear. I don't. I, the, you know what I hate, Black Tie? Why do you have to say it in my ear? Why can't you just say it on the show? Like, Mark Istook has to go shoot something for NFL now. That is true. The audience will Let's go five minutes. I bet we got five minutes, right? Did you get a message or something, or are you just looking at a clock? Well, I know you have to be over an hour at 145. I know you're a pretty speedy guy. I just don't know if you know how much time you need. I'm trying to All right, you want to do like a three-minute breakdown? A little two-minute rapid fire? Are yeah. the Dolphins uh, – Are do you react the way the rest of the world has that uh, by scratching your head at the Dolphins' moves? Getting older via free agency. Uh, I – don't trust anything the Dolphins do, really. I still think that the contract they gave in Dominican Sue is going to – we're going to look at that in a couple of years and say, man, they are hamstrung. Well, they, they did reduce it a bit, but still not enough to – yeah, like for for a defensive lineman, and you it does beg the question, and there are some numbers that support that if you build your team, if you invest that kind of loot, even if it is – in Dominican Sue or JJ Watt, that that doesn't that, that that's a lot of loot to sink into that position. Although you look at it, it's really I keep saying it's the un, it's the least sexy thing you can say, but building up depth on both sides of the line, those are the teams that are consistently yes. getting to the Super Bowl. I can't remember the statistic, but I remember reading something about uh, Super Bowl teams, how rarely they have players that are the top five at their position or the splashy free agent signings that those. Teams are often loaded with just a lot of really good guys, but never maybe or rarely the premier guy at his position. I know, but it, but the, the balance is it, it's offseason. really you can't just say the the bottom line is simplicity doesn't get it done when you try to analyze these things. People would like to say, you know what you need to win a Super Bowl, this thing, and the fact is 
that the Cowboys have. High-end QB. They had DeMarco Murray. They had a great offensive line, Des Bryant. And they had a couple of defensive stars. And what did that yield? You know, so you do yeah. need to – and there are plenty of guys to tell you, you do need to have – a half dozen real high-end players to go deep. A lot of times what helps is if you're a team like Seattle and you've got those guys before they get some of the bigger paydays. That's so every, that's the that's – If only you could just dial that up, it's easy. As MJD would say, it's so simple. Yeah, and it's yet, simple when you're looking at it from the outside. And yet the other side of that is, and I was going back and forth with Bucky Brooks about this very thing. I, you know, this elite QB thing, got to have a high-end QB, top-tier QB – it's sort of like a, the the fact is the brand name QBs, and you know what I mean when I say brand name mm-hmm. QBs. The guys, the teams that have those brand name QBs have won all but three Super Bowls. Those guys are, you know who they are: Brady, Peyton, Roethlisberger, Rogers, Breeze, and who am I forgetting there? They're they that and Russell Wilson. Yeah, they, they those six names have won all the Super Bowls, save the ones won by Flacco with a high end defense. The one by Trent Dilfer, high end defense, defense, and Same team. and Brad Johnson with a high end defense. And you throw Pagan in that mix as well. This Pagan, no, yes, this version of Pagan. what it what it allows is by calling them brand name QBs. It gets me off the hook. I'm not saying they're high end performers. I'm saying that when you have that guy out there, Bucky shoots but back could, with. If you're paying those guys twenty million, those guys rarely win. If they, look at when they won those rings; those they won them before they got those. Well, big yeah. Deals. So I would argue you could say Russell Wilson was brand name after he won. Yeah, probably right. So, hmm. but yeah, it, it it's it's that balancing act. But that's why. It's Speaking of brand this. names, we got a brand name NFL now talent right over here. Then used to head over. All right, NFL fine. Now. James <laughs> Jones is coming in here anyway. Hey, real quick, Istook, who's yes. who's uh, who would you choose if you were the Bachelor? If I was the Bachelor, I'd choose JoJo, I, I, like easily. I don't know. I like. I think he has two winners there. I like both those women. That, no question. Uh, this is one of the weird years where you like you're going to root for both girls and you're going to be sad for whichever girl gets left out. Usually there's like a, a an enemy or a uh, a villain in the bunch. Three, uh, was this was this the most crazy women in the history of The Bachelor? Oh, they've been crazier. Especially Have when, there you been? Watch, when you watch Women Tell All and they all kind of kissed and made up. Like I was disappointed by yeah, that. It makes really... me feel bad making fun of Olivia, the news anchor who quit her job without having ever met The Bachelor. And but she knew she was in love director with her. Hire her to deliver the news from now on. Which viewer is going to sit there and be like, you know what? I trust her to keep me informed with what's going on in the world. This was a play, a ploy on her part. Somebody got in her ear and said, yeah, listen, you can do local news for the next 25 years, or you can make the high-stakes gamble of going on The Bachelor. Maybe you'll get embarrassed, but I bet you on the other side we'll get you on Entertainment Tonight or something like that. Yeah, you special could be correspondent. They're shows. always looking. Yeah, but she has, she has that crazy big mouth, literally big mouth, you know. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a, she's a piece of work. But then there are a couple other cru- uh, cuckoos out there, too. Lace. Lace. Jubilee. <laughs> Jubilee. The aptly named. What a name. She's yeah. She's got a lot of issues. Yeah. See, now. But now she fought for our country, so hats off to her. Jubilee. Yeah. Lace. What kind of person? Is that a name for a baby? Uh, Diamond. Cinnamon. Lace. Hey, look, everybody. Look at this cute little baby. It's Lace. That seems inappropriate. All right, let's get – hey, Iztook, yeah. let's let's really do it. Let's get Chris Harrison in here and really break it down. All right. You know, or if you can pull some strings, Damashek on The Bachelorette as a candidate. Mm. Mm. What about Black Tie? Can we get Black Tie? Can we pull some strings and get Black Tie in there as a bachelor on the, the new Bachelorette? That would make in the reality TV world. <laughs> what a thing that would be! I don't know. I, hey, we're going on a group date. Oh, I'm watching Man United. I, don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I have strange hours. I got to work up, wake up at five. Hey, I don't watch know. Soccer. Hey, let's just all. I don't know, over. Bachelorette. If you're here for the right reasons, now I don't know. If you'd like to forego dinner at the huddle, we can spend time in the fantasy. Here's one thing I want to ask your friend Chris Harrison. Why does he feel like it's his place to write a note to two grown-ups to invite them to to do it 
in the fantasy suite. Hey, welcome to the island. Hey, wanted to know if you want to forego your individual rooms and enjoy the fantasy suite. Hey, sincerely, yeah. Chris Harris. Hey, Chris has a good idea here. We could tell we you, could do it with each other. Tell like, you what, what's he? Tell you what, let's let's try to get him on the podcast and let's help him write one of those cards. Or give him some words he has to work into one of the – I have a lot of ideas on how to right. punch up the Bachelor. I think that's, that's what we have to do. I punch up pro football all the time. The Bachelor isn't immune to my ideas either. We'll make it happen. Mark Istook, the great one. You can Yay. watch him on NFL Now. Go to NFL.com. Track him down there. He's a handsome devil on the inside Thank and you. out. Speaking of which, as Istook goes out, here comes our pal James Jones. <laughs> Dave, da 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 don't Dave. Well, you know, the one policy I have here in Studio 66 is no jive. And no jive, one of my favorite guys when he shadows the door here in Studio 66 is the fella seated to my immediate left right here of the Green Bay Packers, or at least the guy who caught eight touchdown passes for the Green Bay Packers in 2015. Let's see where he's going to be in 2016. It's our one of our favorites, like I say, the divine smelling, James Jones. How are you, fella? I'm good, man. What's going on? What a pleasure to see you. Man. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, well, I feel a little bit like a heel. Again, no jive. I wore a hoodie for yeah, you. That's the hoodie swag, man. I'm, you know, stepping everybody's swag up a little bit. Well, but now I feel underdressed because look at you. You look at your three shades of gray. Very yeah, nice. the, the hoodie's getting ready for free agency, man. It's trying to see where it's going to go, so, you know. I didn't want to wear a green one if the Packers don't want me back. So, you know, we'll, ah. we'll switch it up a little bit if we have to change teams. Cagey, yeah, 47 shades away from making a movie uh, <laughs> about uh, about your personal life there. Again, at least I there, there's uh, Misery Loves Company because if you look behind the glass there, James Jones, everybody was excited for your visit. Yes, sir. There, everybody yes, sir. else everybody showed up. Everybody swagged up with the hood. Yeah, up, all hooded up like there it. except for you. But you know what? <laughs> I should have got the memo, man. What's going on? Well, well, the memo. You're the one who started (laughs) the whole thing, James Jones. I should have brought it in here. What what did prompt that? Man, at first it was strictly just to stay warm. Mm -hmm. I was it was like seven degrees outside, and we were outside practicing, and I had the hoodie on. And I looked at Redno and I said, "Man, I'm not even really cold right now." And I said, but I could be having a good day. I could be turned up a little bit, you know what I mean? So we came out there the next day, same thing. It was a little warmer. It was about 10, 12 degrees out there. Had the hoodie on. I was warm. And I said, I looked at Randall again. I said, man, it's the hoodie. <laughs> I said, man, I'm going to wear it. I said, man, we're going to Minnesota. It's going to be cold. I said, man, I'm going to wear this hoodie in the game. And they all looking at me like, man, you're going to look retarded. You're going to look stupid. Man, don't wear, don't wear the hoodie. <laughs> and I'm like, man, at this point, man, I don't care how I look, man. It's all about staying warm and playing well. So I wore the hoodie out there, man, and it took off, man. Uh, I mean, after the game, I don't even have Twitter or none of that. After the game, everybody was like, got his own Twitter account and all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's crazy. It was you just, never know what foolishness yeah, it is. it was just gonna... to stay warm. And then I take it off the next week and we lose to Chicago. Mm. So then after that, it became a good luck charm. So all my teammates were like, you cannot take the hoodie off. So – they had me wearing the hoodie inside the dome and all that stuff in Arizona, and it was extremely hot, man. But <laughs> I sucked it up, and I did it for them. But, yeah, it started out to stay warm, and then it became the good luck charm. Courageous in, in, in your own way, wearing it in the heat of uh, the desert there. Did, any, did anybody ever try to tackle you by it? Because I always say – the guys who want – there are a lot of guys in the NFL who want to have it both ways. They want to wear their hair long out of the back of the hat. Fine if you want to do that. But if somebody tries to tackle you by you can't cry about that. That's part of your – you're running fast. Somebody's got to grab hold of whatever no they can question. get. No question, and I accepted all the consequences that came with the hoodie. The NFL called me, and they were like, they don't want me to wear it because, you know, it's a safety issue and this and that. They can't find me for it, but it's a safety issue if somebody pull it. And I just told them, man, if, somebody, if you're running real fast – Somebody pulls your hoodie from behind. What are you gonna do? You are gonna go down? I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna keep trying to break a tackle. If somebody's pulling me from behind. I'm, I'm gonna give myself up. And then my coach, you know, Coach McCarthy, came up with a sweet thing. He said, "Man, we need to Velcro it. So if they pull it, if they pull it off, it just snaps off, and I go pick it up and Velcro the thing back on during the game. That sounds great. Maybe you could put some nice snacks back there yeah, for people see? to sample, like you Have know, some, some oranges and all that stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a healthy treat. Stuff. Well, some candies or yeah. some nachos, because then if they go in well, there, they might get they get distracted, like. 
Well, but well, right. That would that would uh, be the carrot that they would need. Like, oh, I'm going to make a tackle, but you know what? Instead, I'd like a delicious <laughs> cheesy nacho. James Jones can run for a touchdown while I eat. All right, we'll take that too. But okay, never got tackled from behind with the hoodie though, so we'll say. All right, that's because you're fast. So All right. I hope they don't eliminate it for next year. Speaking of hoodies, let's take a look at uh, – you, you ever see in uh, some of the entertainment magazines they do who wore it better? Mm-hmm. Let's see what you think of uh, how other people wore a hoodie since right. you are now the hoodie wizard of yeah. uh, of the NFL. That's the Biebs, Justin Bieber. How say you on uh, on his look there? I like it. A little swagged up. Yeah, I like I like that hoodie. You a big Biebs so. guy? No, nah, not really. Can you, I, I, listen, I, don't, I can't. I can't sing one of his songs to you. Oh, look at that, Kenobi! Are yeah. you a Star Wars? Guy? I think. I think Boy is better than him, though. Ah, uh, uh, are you? Do you like Obi Wan Kenobi? A little bit. I ain't a big Star Wars fan. You're not a big Star Wars fan. Uh, Shame on you. All right, there he is. Oh, there goes the man right there, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, Italian uh, stallion. Yeah, that, that's not swag though, right there though. That's. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's old school. Well, the issue is there is there that he is. is that he. But why? You know, you don't wear uh, a hoodie and then a hat as no, well, no, right? You, you know, do one or the yeah. other. It's a hat. Yeah, because you gotta. If you want to put your hoodie on, you can't put it on over the hat. Right, because the hoodie yeah. is basically a, a hat that's attached yeah, to your shirt. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I don't know who dressed him right there, but you know that's Balboa. So not good. Yeah, I mean he was the world champ, so hard to knock him too much. Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan, I like that one. That one, she might be rocking that better than Beeb. Yeah, <laughs> I like that one. More man than Beebs as well. All right, next one. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, the green that's hoodie. The swag James right Young. there, man. The green and gold that's standard, that's if you it. will. You know? It's a good I, nickname. I, see, and that looks sweet. <laughs> You know? I think it looks terrific. When it gets cold, everybody need to bring out the hoodie in Green Bay. Now, speaking of free agency, you're going to go around, I assume, the pack. You catch eight touchdown passes from your old pal Aaron Rodgers. And the last time we talked about it, as a matter of fact, it was great because you you were a Raider the last time you were here in Studio 66. But I appreciated the honesty that, you know, Derek Carr was on the rise there and, you know, things were coming together. But you said, you know, it really is tough to step down from the best to do it of the generation. Was it nice to get back? I assume, obviously, the production answers for what, for, for you. But was it nice to be like, all right, this is nice and for me? It was. It was good to get back, man. And not only with the best quarterback in the game, but, you know, I was in an offense that I was real comfortable mm-hmm. with, you know, a system that I've been in for seven years. So I was able to come back and adapt fast. And me and Aaron got on the same page you know very 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 quickly so it was good man and um you know when I was in Oakland I mean I had the most catches I ever had in my career but the offense was we were struggling as an offense so to get back to Green Bay where you know the offense was the same and I was able to hit the ground running it was good what do you make of uh, the Raiders they've been big players man, so I, far in free I, agency I, I'm a big fan of Jack man I like Jack as a head coach I feel like him and him and Reggie McKenzie have a great feel for each other and they know what it's supposed to look like you know Jack being the head coach before Reggie coming from Green Bay seeing how you know things are supposed to go and I'm proud of a man I mean you know to, to sign those big free agents and then to have the year that they had last year man they gonna be the team to beat in that AFC um, and then once you get the quarterback, I man, agree with you in the in the in the division yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah I mean they yeah, all of a sudden they're gonna be the team to beat in there. I mean you put Irvin on the other side of Mac, who's who probably arguably the best defensive player in the game right now. Um, and then you got the young Ooh, that's strong talk. Yeah, then you got the young quarterback and Derek Carr, who's gonna be special. So. I mean, they got a lot of good pieces to build around. They'll be good this year. I can, You know what? You're a better man than I because if anybody released me, yeah. that would be it for me. <laughs> I, would, I would never say anything nice about them again. No. I would say, don't bring that name up in my company. No, it's all good. I learned from Charles Woodson when I was a rookie. Don't take no hard feelings in this game, man. You know, so – you know, like he told me, if they could release Brett Favre and Peyton Manning, they sure could release Charles Woodson and James Jones. So don't hold no feelings. You know, it's, it's a game of football. It's a business. Yeah, it's a, That's what they say. You know what's yeah. a part of business? Mm-hmm. When people who are trying to entice you to do business with them, they pay for meals. Here's what I want you to do. I don't know. I don't even want to say who you're talking to because I'm sure you don't want to release that stuff or if you want to talk about it. What I do want you to do, is get as many free meals out of it as possible. Man. Go visit all, you know, go as many teams as they'll I'm have you, let them that. go out. I'm hungry too, so I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. 
Can I get the surf and turf, please, <laughs> coach and I'll, GM? I'll In fact, you. make it two. Sit down with everybody and just get a free meal, man. I'm with that. Okay, good. I'm glad you like that. Hey, real quick, let's just go through some of these. I was thinking about it. James Jones, you're such a you're a laid back guy. You always uh, strike me as as being that. And guy wears a hoodie on a football field. You can't get more casual than that. Why then, James, and not Jimmy? Um, I mean, I nobody's ever really called me Jimmy, man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm, when I was in elementary school, a couple of people called me Jimmy, you know, but, you know, everybody usually either calls me JJ, James, you know what I mean? So I never really got the Jimmy. The Jimmy never stuck. But people ask me that, and I'm like, man, I don't care what people call me, man. Jimmy, James, it's all good. Okay. Some well, people hate when their name is James and someone's like Jimmy. Some people get real upset, but – Oh, don't bother me. Either. I'm not hating. No, you're good. I'm just saying you're getting a little older. It might give you a more youthful profile if you were suddenly Jimmy like, and James are yeah. more youthful, you think? Sure, right, yeah. let's switch it then because everybody's saying I'm old, so let's switch it. To How do you think two guys, you think it's a coincidence that two out of five people on the face of the earth that have late-night TV shows are Jimmy? Uh, it it, it, it right. indicates that they're right. youthful and fun, you know? Hey, I'm with you. I'm Who do you like better, Kimmel or Fallon? Ooh, mm. I got to go Jimmy Fallon. Wrong. Next, <laughs> James Taylor or LL Cool J, which, of course, is ladies love Cool James. Taylor. Good for you. That's a correct answer. James Cameron, the movie maker, made Titanic and the whatever else, or James Franco, the actor, he also makes movies. I would have to go with the guy who made Titanic, right? No. You know what? You're right on that one. I'm gonna, you know what? It, the hipster and the hipster and me wants you to go Franco, but you're right. James Cameron has to get the points there. Yeah, he's made some good movies. He made Terminator, so that yeah. that settles it. Lastly, James Jones or James Jones? James Jones. <laughs> well played, sir. I was going football player versus basketball player. Oh. You know, the Miami oh. Heat, oh, Boston Celtic, and James, all those guys. James Jones, football player. Yes. Oh, okay. I was I was letting you just uh, get off the hook by saying James Jones. <laughs> Jones. Or are you going to say Jimmy Jones? James Jones has got a nice jump shot, though. He does, yeah. little wonky, a lot of legs, and a lot of, you know, he's a very thin guy. It's going to go in, though. That's true. Hey, one more, James, I'd like to talk to you about. You ever see James Lipton does that TV show? I don't know if he still does it, but it's called Behind the Actor's Studio, Inside the Actor's Studio. It's a bald fellow with a goatee. He has on Famous Actors, and they talk about how they got into acting and all that. That's a, that's not important here. But let's uh, at the end of the show, he does this thing by uh, a French guy named Bernard Pivot. He asks him a series of questions. And since his name's James Lipton and you're Jimmy Jones, I figured let's uh, let's do that here. What's your favorite word? Favorite word? Mm-hmm. Hey, nobody ever asked me that. No. Word? No. Uh, Bernard Pivo, James Lipton, and I would like to know, though. What's your favorite word? Uh, I have a good one for you. What is that? Touchdown. It's a good one. Hoodie. <laughs> I will go with touchdown. Touchdown. I will go with touchdown. Okay, what's your least favorite word? <laughs> Least favorite word? Um, old. That's my that's my <laughs> least favorite right now. Old. This this is a weird one that I'm uncomfortable <laughs> to ask, but it's written down in front of me. What turns you on? What turns me on? <laughs> uh, besides the wife, um, football. Nicely done. Football. There we go. What turns you off? Uh, besides the wife, football. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what? That was good. What? What is the sound you love to hear? Who is coming up with these? The sound I love to hear. Um. You say what? I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> well, I mean, cheers. Oh, yeah, is there music? Good, yeah. Yeah. James yeah, the Taylor crowd. strumming on the acoustic guitar? Yeah, the, the crowd cheers. That's, that's a good one. That's a pretty good yeah. one. What's the, what's the uh, sound you hate? The sounds I hate? Um, sirens. Silence. <laughs> is that what you said? Silence? I said sirens. Oh, sirens. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to make a statement that it's bad. Like uh, <laughs> Reggie Jackson said a long time ago, that if they ain't booing, they don't know who you are. I was like, I'd rather get booed 
than uh, than hear silence. Like here oh. at wide receiver number eighty nine, James Jones. You don't want that, right? <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I might. I'd rather take silence. Really? Than be run. booed? Yeah, than just run out there, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to skip your favorite curse word. What's the profession you would uh, you would love to be doing if you weren't a football player? Basketball, definitely. What's the profession you wouldn't want to do? Um, oh, I have a good answer. Ask stupid questions to uh, to football players who have better things to do with is, their time. That is a very good one. I mean, I, I wear it. That's fine. <laughs> I'll own it. I knew that's where your head was. I knew that's what was rumbling that's through what, there. That's what I was going to say. Right? Last thing, if heaven exists, what do you want God to say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome. You made it. <laughs> Welcome. You know, open me with open arms. Welcome. Is it going to be I close? Walk in. It's going to be very close. It's going to be a last-minute decision? <laughs> that's going to be very close. He's probably going to look at me and shake his head and then, you know. Say welcome, but You're lucky I'm in a good mood today, Jimmy. As long as he says welcome, I'm good with that. <laughs> All right, the great James Jones. Uh, we look forward to seeing you land somewhere. You're gonna make uh, you're gonna make uh, your locker room happy because uh, you're a delightful sure, fella. And like I said earlier, and I say it every time you arrive here, you the best smelling football <laughs> player that there is on the face of the earth. Sign him for that. Yeah. And remember, go get surf and turf. Appreciate it from a bunch of people, a bunch of teams. All right, there you go. I'm ready. Thank you. Jimmy Jones, everybody. Jimmy. You'll listen to You'll listen to James Jones. Jimmy Jones. I'm sorry. I, I stand corrected there. Black tie, real quick. Let's wrap the show up here. We could keep going here. Any free agent signings, by the way, while we were kibitz in there? Uh, not anyone since uh, Jermaine Gresh- Gresham visited the beard. Settle down about that. I'm not about a huge Gresham fan about that, but let's uh, see. Let's look this up. As the Steelers oh, look at fan. This. Go oh, ahead. look at this. A Dolphins signed Broncos restricted free agent C.J. Anderson. Four-year offer sheet. Denver has five days to match. Well, that's not a huge surprise because of the Gase relationship there. So Adam Gase brings uh, his favorite running back the last uh, year or two um, to South Beach. Although, again, piece by piece, are the Dolphins getting better? Seems like they're – I mean, the, I would rather have Lamar Miller than C.J. Anderson, I think. So um, – I'm I, as a Steelers fan, I'm happy to get Ladarius Green. I think that's a that's pretty good. Although Dwayne Allen, I was excited about, and he did favorite my tweet, which is basically a man's bond. I thought at this point when he favorited the tweet that I said I'd like to see Dwayne Allen come to Pittsburgh. You favorite that tweet. That's that's your commitment to sign with the black and gold. But all right, Ladarius Green, nice and young, big, good athlete. Um, the Steelers certainly needed to replace Heath Miller, and now More they speed than Heath Miller too. Yeah, and I don't think uh, our pal Ike Taylor speculated that they might uh, have to go and draft Hunter Henry, who's the one high-end tight end available this year. Now this liberates them to probably chase a cornerback or a safety or now maybe a tackle because they don't get Kelvin Beecham, and so that's uh, that's one position suddenly that they're going to need to address since they couldn't get Kelvin Beecham at the time of this recording at least. They couldn't lock him up. So all these teams, but boy, the Dolphins – making it seems like bad choices already that they've solidified. And then there are other teams that haven't made any, like the Cowboys and Packers haven't done much of anything. I'm looking for Arian Foster to land in Dallas. That that one seems to make too much sense, given the way they do business and Arian Foster is looking for a gig. And I could, you know, you, you, he, he seems like a gamble that a guy like Jerry Jones might be willing to take there. And especially since he got a look at him in the state of Texas the last few months. Um, and, Waiting to see. Johnny Football, RG3, Colin Kaepernick, those names floating around keep this thing fascinating. Until they all are locked up, it's going to be fun. It's amazing that no team, apparently no team, thinks that they can somehow salvage or somehow have 85% of what RG3 was in his rookie year. I know we haven't seen that since, but he's also still been with that same team. you got to think that what if there's a chance? Like he had the most electric fine, like – quarterback season is rookie year and I don't think there are very many teams that would say we want nothing to do with RG3 even with Chris Cooley saying that his teammates in DC didn't like him I can see though 
if you're RG3 and you're a 22-year-old kid and you come in there and you set the world on fire and everybody in the nation's capital is swooning over you, that was a pretty big plummet. It must be hard to sort of fall back. And, you know, it's why Brock Osweiler probably left Denver. Denver, he's, he's suddenly he's the main man. He's been learning, waiting, waiting for his turn. He gets there. He wins some big games. Hey, take the bench, kid. You're, uh, you're backing up Peyton Manning. I bet that is an ego blow. These guys have big egos. Any human being would be hurt by it, but especially guys with big egos. I could see RG3, that stuff getting in his head. I don't think there are very many teams out there that say we have no belief that RG3 can ever turn the corner under any circumstance. It's a matter of the number that they're willing to put against that. I, I, it's not that I think most teams would take RG3, but how much are you willing to, to risk to uh, to bring him in there and see what happens. Real quick, Black Tie, let's go through it. I want to I want to get your answers to the Bernard Pivo questions here. Favorite word? Favorite word? Oh, man. Soccer? No, that's not true. Ronaldo? Um, also not true. It's not a verb. Let's go. Let's, I'll come back to that one. Let's, what else do you have? Steph Curry? No, not true. It's not a name. You can't pass. What do you mean you come back? Because to it? I actually legitimately have a favorite word. I just can't think of it right now. Well, then how do you know you legitimately have it? All right, least favorite word. Brethren. I like the word brethren. It's not my brethren. Favorite. Yeah, but it's not my favorite word. I just like how it sounds. It's brethren. Yeah, yeah, well, me and my, me and my brethren. Yeah. Brethren. Yeah. All right, your least favorite word. Least favorite word is uh, it's actually a funny word because it, it just Hand sounds. Hand Zeus. No, it just sounds like what it, what it actually means. Moist. Moist. The word moist <laughs> sounds moist. <laughs> That's your least favorite word. Yeah, it's just. It's okay. funny. It just sounds so moist. What turns you on, Black Tie? What turns me Steph on? Steph Curry. <laughs> That's the stop. Um, I am a. Uh, I like moods. I'm big on music, so you know, <laughs> set the right mood, and you know you have moods that. turn Black Tie on. Right what mood, turns bro. you off? What turns me things off? that are moist. <laughs> that that is true. Uh, <laughs> lack of uh, lack of carrying carrying oneself properly. I guess is the turn off. So people who looking good is just half of it. You got to carry yourself right too. All right. What sound do you love? What sound do I love? I love the sound of um, moods. Nah, movie scores. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What sound do you hate? What sound do I hate? I hate the sound of Tom uh, Cruise's voice. You never see his movies. That is true. But also when uh, you pop your foot in the microwave and you take it out just before the clock hits zero and it just keeps beeping. Ooh, that's that's a, frustrating. That's a pretty good one. That's I like that frustrating. one. Your profession that you would do if you weren't doing this. Profession I would do if I wasn't doing this. I would be, uh, oh, let's see. I would still be working in sports. I don't know exactly what, but um, maybe coaching. Towel boy? No, coaching. I would say coaching. You'd be a coach. Yeah, I'd probably okay, be coaching, coaching hoops. <laughs> what profession would you not want to have? Oof, what version do I? Oh, I, These are I the mean, people you used outs. to do your famous yeah. shout-outs to. Shout-outs for it. Um, I would not want to be. I think we should go bathroom attendant. You know, you, that oh, was that's the first shout-out Oh, yes, I, I completely agree. That's what inspired the shout-outs. The, the fact that being in the bathroom while other strangers are handling their business is just awful to me. I think podiatrist would be terrible. I can't stand people's feet, or certainly guys' feet disgust me. It, so maybe MMA fighter would be the one I wouldn't want to do because then people would intentionally put their feet on your face, and yeah. that would be disgusting. Oh, so huge, huge shout-outs to anyone that works at a hospital. I mean, that's that's the, I don't know how they do that. That's tough, you know. And but there's some people that's their calling, and I respect those. I respect uh, those. People. Those people seem to find it very rewarding. Yeah. And if heaven exists, what do you hope God says to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, hope he says. This is where you belong. Oh. I, I, don't know that, if, I don't know what that means. But. I hope that happens for you then. <laughs> All right, so there you have it, the Free Agency Frenzy Podcast. Yeah, i got to ask you those questions. Huh? i got to ask you those questions. We'll What's your favorite word? We'll go, well, no, we'll go through them no, another right. time. i gotta, I got to think about them. Did so you they, decide you your get, favorite thing? My, no, I did. I told you my favorite word, brethren. Um, my, my favorite word is mustard, maybe, or ketchup, or I don't know, more, or... Damashek or I don't know what Lemieux. Lemieux is a great word because Lemieux, in fact, in French means the best. And it, there's no more name, no more appropriate name for an athlete. I, I like that one quite a bit. Least favorite Flyers. I could do them all just sports based ones like that. Clearly. 
Hartnell, Scotty Hartnell. Oh, I like. Yeah, here's my favorite sound. Actually, my best, my favorite sound. A swish, a good swish. Like when a ball this drops violently into the net. Twap, twap. Oh man, it's beautiful. That's what it sounds like when Damashek shoots it. All right, we'll go through the rest of these at a later date. But I like this. Let's start. Let's uh, start asking the Pivo question. Favorite sports feeling. Sorry, I'm just coming up a random. One. Feeling? Yeah, sports related. I haven't played golf in a long time, but when you know you hit one well, that's a pretty good uh, feeling. When you you don't have to see where the ball went, you can you hit it and it feels right. Actually, ba- same same thing happens with uh, when you hit a baseball on the nose. You don't. Exactly. It, it, there's sort of no give in the bat. You just feel it. It feels like you didn't touch it, but, but barely hit it because you hit it right on the sweet spot. That's yep. a, hitting a home run has to be top two for me, and the other one is uh, scoring a goal in soccer. That's oh, I'll tell you, relation. I love turning a guy's lights out when I when I hit him when I hit him right on the button and he goes, you know, he just it's lights out for him. Yeah, I've never done that, but I, because I've never been in a fight, so I wouldn't know what it feels like. But I imagine that's pretty good. Um, all right, and that would probably be the worst one is to be on the receiving end of that. I would say dunking, but if you dunk on a regular, that's, that's not, very that's, that feels great. That's too. only to people who can't dunk. I've dunked. I just, it's on a lower hoop, but I know the I know the sensation. All right, enough. We'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll kibitz about this, that, and the other later on. We're in the midst of free agency. People need to pay attention, Black Tie, don't you know? All right. Thanks to the great uh, Jimmy Jones and uh, our pal Iztook as well. We'll be back with more Hui and applesauce for you early next week. Reacting to all the uh, all the uh, the blank spots being filled in those names going to these uh, pro football teams and then before you know it we're going to start getting ready for the draft so much to kibitz about as well as about the game called life we appreciate you joining us talk to you next week in the meantime thanks so much football fans it's been a thin slice of heaven you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.